I'm Lisa Hyde, and welcome to the Confidence Crown Podcast. I believe one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is freedom. It all starts with your journey into self-belief and creating the confidence to live your life with abundance. Ladies, it's time to earn and own your crown and be the yes queen you are destined to be. Together, let's make it rain. Welcome back, babes. I'm super excited about this season's lineup of amazing, powerful, and ultra-badass women who are examples for all of us on how we can get it done. I'm excited to welcome you to today's guest on The Confidence Crown, Ms. Holly Clark. Um, She just happens to be a fantastic graphic designer and a world traveler. She's got tips and tricks she's going to share on all of the above um, and how she was able to go to Maldives for like dollars a night. So it's kind of an amazing story. So Holly, uh, will you please tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah. Hi. Um, so my name's Holly. I'm from the UK. I'm sure you can tell by the accent. What <laughs> accent? <laughs> so British. I like tea. I pretty much live up to all the stereotypes. Um, but you're not wearing a hat or gloves. So that's really not no. the stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually like pretty nice outside today. Um, so yeah, I'm a graphic designer and I also travel the world. I've pretty much traveled the world full time for a bit over two years, but I've pretty much been traveling like my whole life. So yeah. That's awesome. But what's great is you've made a business out of both your obvious graphic design gifts, but also teaching people how to travel on a budget and actually get the most bang for your buck. Yes, that is, I mean, they're both things that I'm like super passionate about. So I love graphic design. I love making websites. I love designing wedding invitations, brochures, books, workbooks, anything. But I also love to travel. And the thing I love most about traveling is like seeing new cultures, new countries, new places. But I like to do it all without spending thousands and thousands of pounds. And then I love to share that with other people because I think there's a common misconception that travel is like super expensive and you can only go to, for example, the Maldives if you're absolutely loaded. And I went and I didn't spend that much money. So yeah. And your pictures were magnificent. So um, (laughs) you'll get all of Holly's details at the end of the episode, but if you're not following on Instagram, you should be because her pictures alone of the Maldives are are worth (laughs) every moment on Instagram. It's just... (laughs) So awesome. There, first of all, it's a place I've always wanted to go. Um, and I've always, it's always just like not happened because of the length of travel and the fact that you can't go direct that there's from, from where I live, you have to do a layover. And I am always so resistant on the layover trips. It's like, it's gotta be the last thing. Like I was able to fly direct to Australia, but I had to do a layover for Bali. And um, yeah, and it makes a huge difference because you really like, you lose so much time and so much, um, it's already this huge trip and then there's a layover. So anyway, so Maldives is like top of <laughs> mind. Like I cannot wait to go, but I have to like fathom the fact that I'm going to lose a full day, <laughs> really two, yeah. if not more, but yeah, but it's so gorgeous and, you know, an overwater bungalow always has my name on it. Yeah, always. The Maldives is, is insane. And yeah, I mean, just go and stalk my Instagram. Yeah. Um, also, like I posted in my highlights, like actually like, you know, kind of like behind the scenes, kind of like everyday 
life of my two week trip in the Maldives. So if you want to sort of see past just the pretty oh, yeah. pictures. I like- live vicariously. I, I trust <laughs> me. I, I've scoped it out. I'm like, it's almost like I went with you. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. I mean, actually, I, I feel like I did because you were gone for a whole month. So <laughs> for those who don't know, or if you do know, Holly actually helped um, edit and illustrate um, my book, Be Stronger, A Guide to Building Confidence. She And she also made the workbook that goes along with it. So she lovingly didn't <laughs> tell me until maybe 24 or 48 hours before she actually left for a month that she was going to be gone for a month and not reachable. So that was also kind of like terrifying. I'm like, but we just finished this project. You can't leave now. There could be questions or problems. Anyway, she was, she was great. She took her trip and we just picked up again right when she came back as if nothing had happened, as if she didn't leave me for a whole month. Yes. Yes. I'm lucky to have amazing clients like you who allow me to live this lifestyle. You know, we worked super hard to get everything done before I went and then I was like oh by the way I know it's all done but you know just in case you want me for like the next month I'm actually gonna be kind of not around and she really waited and I'm not kidding when I say (laughs) okay maybe you told me 48 hours before you left and I was like this is someone I was talking to every single day I'm like what do you mean you're going you can't leave now um so you need to see Holly's work because it's beautiful and um it's so funny because we do everything in color and between us we're always like looking at all the color and we're trying to pick up on my branding so she uses that gorgeous um, rose gold foil in the pieces anyway everything's so beautiful and then we always at the end we're like oh damn it's gonna be in black and white no one else is gonna appreciate all of this gorgeousness so there will be a limited edition run of a color version of the uh of the book because it's just so so pretty what she's done but you have to download the workbook so you can get um the full feeling of all of Holly's amazing work. So Holly, how did you get into graphic design? Um, So I went to university and kind of studied like marketing and fashion and design. So it was like a part of my degree, but it wasn't my whole degree. So it was just like graphic design was kind of something that I studied in order to produce like marketing materials and things like that. And it was part of like a broader degree. And I actually had to kind of teach myself a lot of things because I, when I first went to uni, I studied maths and finance for two years and then kind of switched and was like, actually, I need something more creative. So luckily when I went to interview, interview to go to a new university, um, I was like, hey, can I just skip the first year and go straight into second? Crazy. And luckily they were like, yes, I kind of had to self-teach my stuff, like a bunch of stuff first. And yeah, um, I kind of just never stopped. So I love going on YouTube. I just teach myself anything I don't know. Um, and it's something that I really enjoy doing. So learning new things like is fun for me. And yeah, that's kind of how I got into it really. I love it. I love it. And obviously your passion for travel came earlier and was that something influenced by your parents or, um, was this something that you just secretly desired? And when was your first big trip? So funny, like, neither of my parents really traveled that much. My dad had been to the US a couple of times. He'd been to a few places in Europe. I mean, he's from Ireland. Um, so he did like move to the UK by himself when he was like 18. But, um, my mom, she had just been to Europe really. Um, although her parents, like my grandparents are from India. 
So yeah, that she was born in the UK. Um, yeah, so they'd kind of never really travelled, and like I'd gone on holiday with them to you know like Spain and France, which if you're from the UK, they're quite common places that you go on right. holiday. But I just always knew I wanted to travel. Like I didn't really know where I got it from or why, but um, yeah, then one of my mum's friends moved to Australia and it was kind of just like on my radar. And then I decided to do study abroad when I was 19 and moved there for a little bit less than a year. And that was kind of my first big taste into travel, like by myself doing different things. And then I met a bunch of girls and we then end up traveling the East coast together. And then kind of from then on, there was like no stopping me. <laughs> That's so awesome. So you said, you know, your, your first trip was kind of solo. Like I like traveling alone. Like, I mean, obviously it's more fun when you're traveling with someone, but yeah. I like the adventure of trying new places on my own time and not having to actually be accountable mm-hmm. to anyone else's schedule and just being like, if I want to go this way today, I can, or if I want to go check out this temple tomorrow or, you know, I, I, without feeling like obligated to meet an itinerary, which I feel like when you're with other people, you have to keep an itinerary. So, yeah. yeah. And sometimes it's nice to be selfish and be like, okay, these are the 10 things that I want to do and I'm not going to do anything else because they're the things that I want to do. Whereas if you yeah. travel with someone, like there has to be compromise, which sometimes can be good because maybe they push you to see stuff that, or do stuff that you wouldn't have done otherwise that actually do enjoy. Um, But yeah, that was something I really enjoyed about solo travel. And for me, what pushed me to do it was I thought, well, I went to university, not where, not in the town that I'm from. So I moved away then anyway, and I didn't know anyone who was going there. So I thought, well, that was three hours away. I may as well just do the same thing, but you know, the other side of the world. (laughs) But so for me, there wasn't honestly that much difference. It kind of sounds crazy, but you know, really it's, it was the same. Like I wasn't at home and then I, and I still wasn't at home in Australia. So I did this. So I did Bali and I did Australia alone. Now some girlfriends met up with me in in Bali. Mm -hmm. Um, um, but Australia, I was there to meet some people I was working, but I went on the trip alone and, you know, learning to drive on the other side of the road and (laughs) navigating. (laughs) That was my first, like, wow. I think driving on the other side of the road, I think that was the first time alone (laughs) doing that. I was trying to think like, I mean, I've, I drive everywhere. I think everything else has been more of the American style anyway. But yeah, that was, that was hysterical. Like leaving the airport with my rental car and being like, Holy crap. Like there's no like little like warm up period. Like I'm in the lane. I got to make a decision. And where am I going? And what was weird is for whatever reason, the GPS is a little slower there. So, um, I'm, you know, looking at my phone to like figure out where I'm going, but it's like a little bit behind. So what you, what there is in Australia that really we don't have in the U S there are all these, they're called roundabouts and it's this insanity of understanding when you're supposed to take the roundabout or when you're going to ignore the roundabout. And I will like forever be like, my GPS is like so slow that I had to actually slow down and be like, is this one the one I take or is this the one I ignore? Is this the one I, cause I could not understand the directions being take it or don't take it until you're like already in it. And I was like, Damn it. And it's like, it's like making a U-turn, but you have to be in the right lane and you, and there's always cars around you. Like it's never like an open road where this doesn't happen. And so anyway, that was my struggle of, um, of solo driving, like learning that that kind of, yeah, some weird, oh, there's always some rent-a-car drama. I will say there's always some rent-a-car drama. It's never like, 
Smooth sailing. <laughs> the rental car part is always the toughest. Like everything else that like, goes smooth, like I can find really cool hotels anywhere. Like I mapped out my whole trip, like where I was going to go, where I was going to stay. The rental car thing was the only part that screwed me up. Like, uh, because, oh, because they, they would, I did it one way. They, they charge you double tip <gasps> for, for travelers. If you're not going to take a round trip in a car, the rental company will charge you full price, even if you're going one way. Because I drove from Melbourne to Sydney, oh, and wow. they're like, "Well, when are you coming back?" I'm like, "No, I'm driving from here to there." Like, oh well, there's that savings on that car I thought I found. Yeah, it was like it was insane, but otherwise, it was really fun. It was Melbourne I went to uni um, in, which was so awesome. much fun. It's it. such an artistic and fun city. Yeah. I mean. So obviously growing up in the States, when I went to Australia, my, my theory was that it was all going to be looking like Sydney. Like I thought, oh, everything's going to be very beachy, very California. Cause when you go to Sydney, you feel like you're in Venice, California. I mean, it really, like I looked around, I was like, except for the color of the water, which is obviously much more beautiful. Yeah. It really, I kept like looking around like, oh my God, there's like a skate park. I'm really in Venice. Like I'm like, I'm at Bondi beach and I'm in Venice. It's so bizarre <laughs> how like they're so identical, different, but so, so similar. And then walking through downtown Sydney felt like San Francisco. I was like, this is Union Square. It was so bizarre. I was like, I'm like, where am I? 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 And then to me, Melbourne was like Paris and New York had a baby. And there's like this little. It is so European, I think. (sighs) Loved it. Loved I it. loved it. But do you know what's hilarious is so I went there, so I was 19. So this was like nine years ago. So I'm 28 now. Um, but it was for like Instagram and stuff. So I didn't really know that much about Melbourne. And when I picked Melbourne, I kind of thought I was picking somewhere that looked like Sydney, you know, like yeah. tropical palm trees, <laughs> like this lush beach and like, you know, all those vibes. It's cold and, and rainy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, it rains and it's cold and yeah. the beaches like aren't that beautiful. And I was like, what? I mean, it was still amazing and it definitely made me feel like... Stunning, but it's the most city, yeah. most metropolitan of all of them. And I mean, I, I will say, I this is where I splurged big time for the trip because I stayed on Collins Avenue at the Sofitel. Nice, nice. And I had the afternoon tea. It was just lovely. Oh nice. my God, it was like... It was so perfect for that setting, though. It was like, this is how you do this. It's such yeah, a gorgeous city. <laughs> yeah, I lived, like, right in the CBD just next to... Did you ever go to the Queen Victoria Market? It's, like, the super famous one. I didn't... Unfortunately, I didn't stay in Melbourne enough days. So um, I was in Sydney most of the time, a little bit in Brisbane. Never made it to Perth because until I got there, I didn't realize how far away. I was like, why yeah, did I go to Perth when I was in Bali? It's like so confusing. So yeah. Yeah. Um, me and my boyfriend lived in Perth last year. So we lived there for a whole year. It was epic. And it's like That's the amazing. most beautiful beaches, yeah. beautiful sand. It's actual perfection paradise. Um, yeah. So it was when insane. I go back, that'll be the trick. So sorry, we got yeah. off tangent, but she's yeah. ta- one of my favorite places. Just, I absolutely love <laughs> Australia. And Perth is now, of all the places I didn't go, that's the one I should have gone to. So, all right, we digress. So I'm asking these questions about you traveling and your work because I'm curious, where do you think you found your confidence? Um, And you just told me you did, you had your first professional speaking engagement last weekend. So where do you think all this confidence comes from in your life, Holly? 
Honestly, I don't know. I think like my mom always said, like, you know, everything happens for a reason. She was always just always believed in me. And my dad is just like, has always been like my biggest cheerleader. He's like, you go girl. That's so nice. <laughs> um, so yeah, they've always been like super supportive, like do whatever you want, like you can do it. Yeah. And then I think for me, like when I did that panel, so last weekend I did a panel, it was called Balance Festival in London. And it was about solo travel. So for the most part, I was talking about my trip to Australia and studying abroad. And the thing that made me confident in talking about that is I'm so passionate about traveling. And I know, like, I know deep inside of me that I can give knowledge to people and it will help them and it will be interesting. So I guess I'm just confident because I know that I can give value to people. And I know that what I'm saying will help one person. Like it doesn't have to help hundreds, but if I say something and it gets one person to like shift their mindset and be like, I'm going to take that trip or I'm going to go there, I'm going to do that. Like for me, honestly, it's worth it. And I get the confidence because every time I do a talk or do something, you know, someone comes up to me like in person or DMs me or emails me and says, oh my gosh, thank you so much for doing that. You literally changed my life. Isn't that the best feeling? I know. It's really cool. Um, And I think part of it too is that you've pushed yourself, like starting your solo travels early, um, Mm -hmm. you know, starting your own business. You've been pushing yourself outside what we consider a comfort zone often enough. So at a certain point, you're like, I like to try new things because it's a challenge because I'm already getting used to this. Yeah. Honestly, I just try and live outside of my comfort zone because I feel like that's where the best stuff happens. And like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I'm like screaming and crying because I'm outside of my comfort zone. (laughs) Um, But I know that as soon as I push past that, it's going to be epic and I will enjoy it. And also sometimes like I don't enjoy all of it, but when I look back, I don't think about the times that were hard or the times I cried. Right. <laughs> I think right. about the amazing things I did, all the gems and the memories and yeah. And the results. Exactly. And the results. So I know you're working on a couple of new projects. I know you're figuring out how you can do more travel. Yeah. It's <laughs> always know. like um, a bit of a juggling act. Like I kind of started my business maybe a year and a half ago. And so before that, before I started my business, I did nine months of full on travel. Um, So I wasn't working, you know, we'd saved up for 18 months prior to that so that we could just go on like literally a huge world tour for nine months and not have to work, not have to think about money. And that was great. But then it was like, okay, now we need to stop. And now we need to get a job. So I got a job um, in like a tax office in a men's suit shop. And don't get me wrong, I loved them. They were awesome and hilarious. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I knew that I wanted to do something else and kind of figure out a way to make it work. And so I kind of stumbled into it and just started designing some workbooks for um, a brand. And it kind of just happened then. And I sort of started doing them monthly. And that was amazing. And then funny story. So in this suit shop, I basically got the job and I was there for like three days and I never sold suits before. Like I didn't really know that much about them, but I was like trying to learn. And then after the three days, they were like, so um, I don't think this is going to work out. Like basically you're fired. And I was like, (gasps) what? What? Um, I know. Right. So 
then they were like, um, but so we're going to hire someone else, but they can't start yet. So could, do you want to just like cover for a few days? And I was like, wow, this is wow. wow. Yeah. So then I was okay, like, if that um, doesn't okay. cripple somebody's um, self-belief. I don't know what does. So good for you. Yeah. You continued on. I know. So I was like, um, okay, well, I guess I have nothing to lose. So I'm going to just work here for a few days. Um, also it was like my birthday, like a couple of days later. And I was like, this oh. is like worst week ever. <laughs> Anyway, so I work for a few days and then I start just like killing it. And I don't even know how this happened. I guess like I just didn't really care. And then I was kind of a bit like, I'm going to show you. I know you're still going to fire me, but I'm just going to show you anyway. And because I think in that situation, you can go one of two ways, but I went the I'm going to show you kind of way. And then hilariously, they were like, yeah. um, So we were thinking, would you want to like stay on? And I was like, what's wrong with you people? Am I getting out? (laughs) By this point, it kind of gave me like a kick in the bum to be like, okay, do my business. Like I can't rely on other people because actually for me, the scariest thing is like job security. And I find more job security in being an entrepreneur than having like a nine to five. And I know lots of people feel the other way, but this like solidified that for me. Like I can't trust anyone really with my future and my finances. So I basically said, yes, fine. Like I'll carry on working here. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I did. Anyway, started to love it, started to kill it. And then three, four months later, the manager left. They were like, do you want to be the manager? That's like what? <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so Thank you. No. I was like, Thank you. Yes, Next. Mm-hmm. I know. So I basically said no, but I'll cover for a month because this isn't what I want to do. My business has started to take off, and yeah. But it just kind of goes to show, like sometimes you can think you're in like the worst like hole, and everything's going wrong, and you know, like it's my birthday week. I'd got fired from a job I had just been at for three days, but my attitude was like, okay, I'm going to make the best of the situation. I'm still getting paid. Like I think it was like $26 an hour. So whatever, I'm going to get paid. I'm going to turn up and I'm going to just try and work and continue for the next few days that they need me. And then, you know, I was asked to promote you. So you actually learned the fail up method, which is what people don't understand (laughs) because when you don't overthink it, you tend to fail up. Exactly. It's a crazy theory. No matter the situation, I honestly believe you can always turn it around and fail up. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a good quality to have in life. Um, Boy, and I've I've witnessed that firsthand many times. Like, how did that person get promoted? Because they (laughs) they didn't overthink it. They just they just you know right place right time, and they kind of just like whatever. Here we go. Yeah, let's yeah. do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, you know, that's such a good lesson for everyone. <laughs> so, Holly, what's next on the horizon for you? Um, so, next week, I will, in like 10 days, maybe, I'm off again. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Okay. Um, yeah, so heading to Poland, Jordan, and Turkey. So yeah, a couple of weeks. And then honestly, after that, like it's pretty scary, but we don't really have life plans. So (gasps) honestly, like the first time in my life where I'm like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Like I'm such a planner. I love to know even just the next year or two what I'm doing, but yeah, we don't, we don't really know. So we're going to go away and then come back. Um, We've got a wedding to go to at the end of June. And then kind of after then, 
I don't know. <laughs> and what about on the work horizon? I know you've been batting around some ideas on new projects. Is there anything you can share with us today? Yes. So actually a mutual friend of ours, Jen, is launching an unbelievable course. So yes. if you're into reselling or if you have like a bunch of clothes that you're like, oh, I don't know if I need those anymore. Will I ever wear them? Well, check out Jen's Instagram. Um, yep. It's a British posher. Yep. And yeah, she's launching a course all about how to make money doing that. So yeah, um, I've been working on helping her with that. So yeah. That's awesome. Fantastic. She's amazing. And it's definitely a site worth um, checking out, guys. She's one of the top um, Poshmark sellers and she is now giving away her secrets, um, which is in a form of a course. So definitely check her out. And I think we're working on a few projects together. Yes. And then obviously, (laughs) best project ever. 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 We are finally launching the paperback version of the book. So like Lisa said, we're going to do a limited edition kind of color run because it is just so beautiful the next level in color like honestly when you see it you're just going to be wowed um but then we will do the standard run of black and white and it still looks beautiful you know absolutely tones but the color one epic so yeah that's going to drop pretty soon so keep an eye out on lisa's uh all of lisa's channels be the first to know when it's you'll, ready. You'll get the, the 411 <laughs> on that. But then I think you were talking about some projects. You were kind of going back and forth for yourself on more travel training or, yes. you know, you're... So I'm kind of thinking I want to launch some blogs and basically kind of tell people about all the stuff I've learned over the past years. So I definitely want to write something about the Maldives. So we went to the Maldives in India and we went for five weeks and we did two weeks in the Maldives, three weeks in India. And honestly, it didn't even cost that much. So the place we stayed in the Maldives, so it wasn't an overwater bungalow. It was just a normal hotel. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> um, but obviously, it, so it was still epic. The, you know, in if you go to the Maldives, the water is the same. Like no matter where you go, yes. the sand is the same. The <laughs> are the I know same. it's just the aesthetic. I just have to do one of those. It's just yeah, like, so it's, if you're oh, looking to go on honeymoon and go on the overwater bungalows, like that is going to set you back a pretty penny. It's still going to be amazing. But if you are looking for a slightly more budget and alternative trip, then you can go to the place that we went to, like stalk them on Instagram, you can find it because it's like the hotel because of like K and I don't really know how to say it. Um, right, so she's got some secrets and I think you just updated your website with some of these yes, little yeah. tips and tricks. Yeah, so we'll plug that at the end and you can yeah. go and check that out. Um, but yeah, so this place, $68 a night, it's awesome. It's epic. They do the cutest like romantic dinners. You can do snorkeling. You can see epic stuff. Lovely. And yeah, I'm basically just going to start posting loads of blogs and revealing all my secrets. So I mean, if there's any company <laughs> you want to go to or know any secrets about, just, you know, like drop me a DM or whatever and I'll make sure that that goes to the top of my blog writing list. There you go. You heard it first. <laughs> Holly Clark sell- spilling secrets about travel um, yes. on a budget. Um, and again, it just, when you look at her pictures, you won't believe it because it's just <laughs> stunning. Um, so Holly, um, before I go into our very last question, um, is there anything that you would like to share with the audience um, about you or your businesses? Yeah, I would just like to say... Um, 
you know, follow me if you want to do any, if you are interested in travel, if you're interested in graphic design, and if you've ever thought like, how do people travel full time and make money? Yeah, that's what I do. So honestly, it's not that hard. You just have to be dedicated and kind of go for it. Um, I would say just go for any opportunity in life, even if it's not travel, even if it's not like career, just any opportunity, go for it because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I'd say that's kind of like the motto that I've just done my whole life is just like, go for it, try it out. Like what's the worst that can happen? Like you'll fail. Sometimes you fail up. There you you go. That's fine too. It's a lesson. You're still going to see something beautiful on the road. (laughs) Enjoy the journey. Dang it. Um, All right. So this is our last question. It's something I used to play in my old business entertainment. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I think this is what everyone, this is a game everyone plays, but I'm learning that not everyone plays this game. So you take a moment, um, but it's really what's the first name that comes off the top of your head. Which actor or actress would play you in the story of your life? Oh, um, I don't, Jennifer, she plays like Katniss Everdeen in thingy. Lawrence. Yes. 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 Oh, this is so funny. <laughs> Ah, I love it. Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. That's a great answer. Fantastic. This is, I see, this is a really fun game to me. The response you gave was excellent. Last couple of people were like, oh, I'm like, who would play you? uh, Drew Barrymore. (laughs) You you knew that right away. You're like, boom. Because we both talk out of the side of our mouth. (laughs) It's something I noticed (laughs) growing up. We both talk out of the side of our mouth. So I don't know. I've always thought, oh, Drew Barrymore would play me. That, and she's always just so honest and real, and she's just never put on any pretense. I don't know. She's just, like, the real deal. Love that. Yeah, I feel like that's what her and Jennifer Lawrence have in common. Like, yes. they're just like, yes. this is me. If, if I you was like younger, me, maybe I would think Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> yes. And then if I was a mom, I would want Jennifer Garner to play me, because I think she is just the coolest thing in the whole world, and she cracks me up. Do you ever catch her cooking classes in the morning? No. So on Instagram, like she gets up like 5 a.m. to prepare some amazing breakfast for her kids. Like I'm like, she puts other moms to shame. I'm sorry. But she was making bagels the other morning. I was like, I'm just watching her. I'm like, I don't want any of it. But I'm like, this she's the cutest thing in the whole world. She's just, and she's so funny when she's doing it. She's got her glasses on, her hair looks a mess. And she's just like, and she's like all her little tricks about cooking. And anyway, she's adorable. So so she, I love she this. Yeah, I love if that. I was a mom, she would. It, yeah, I, I would think I would. Or I'd, I'd hope. Yeah, <laughs> but Drew and I. Drew is my spirit animal. Yeah, so Garner does it on Instagram. Um, I think it's her IGTV now. But yeah, it's oh, hysterical. She's hysterical. I'm tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and you know she only picked up Instagram like a year ago, maybe two years ago at the most. So she's still new, but mm-hmm. she dove in like deep like she's in and she's she shares the funniest stuff in the whole world so yeah that huge so fan well thank you so much holly for joining us today on the confidence crown um i love that you shared so many insights with everyone please um if you have questions if you want to learn more about graphic design or travel tips on a budget um you're going to look up holly clark we will give you all her details and then for us here, as we chat, any great takeaways you had, anything um, that you really found fun and exciting about today's show, please make sure to 
tag us and share it on Instagram because both Holly and I would love to comment. So yes, we'd love to reshare all your um, thoughts and yeah, I love hearing what your takeaways are from this. (laughs) Fantastic. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Have a great day. (laughs) Bye everyone.